0: You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker. I'm the owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln, and I'm coming to you today with another message of health, hope, and wholeness. And you're tuning in today for part three of how to keep your heart healthy, cardiovascular health, heart health, heart disease, combating heart disease. Really is preventing heart disease. And if you're struggling with your health, if you're not living the whole wholeness and fullness of life today then here's how to reach us. Here's how to contact us because that's our mission is to make sure that you're able to accomplish yours through your health. I tell you what, if God's got a purpose and plan for you, if you're stuck on your couch taking pills just to stay alive, you're not accomplishing that. And so if you need our help, you can start by picking up the phone and calling or texting my office at 402-413-8825. You can also reach us on the internet. Go to goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. You can either request more information there or you can set up an appointment to come see me. Those appointments are on sale right now. Special price, just $42. The level of testing that you're getting is worth thousands of dollars and we're offering that for just $42 for a full consultation, exam, and any necessary x-rays with me. So, again, that's 402-413-8825 or our website, goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. Just search uh, Dr. Jake Tucker or Good Life Family Chiropractic to find all of our content. So, let's jump into this. You know, over the last couple weeks, we've been covering heart disease. You know, the first week, we talked about my dad's story, how he was essentially able to reverse congestive heart failure by Implementing the five essentials. And then last week, we talked about the five essentials and the basics of how to implement those. We talked about how your mindset is so important, how your spine and your central nervous system are a vital piece of that. And number three, we talked about your nutrition and how what you eat either builds health or builds sickness and disease. Number four, we talked about the way you move or the way you don't move and how that contributes to your heart disease. And then number five, we actually looked at how toxins affect your life. And so I wanted to take today and actually jump into essential number three a little more because, you know, when we, when we looked at my dad, you know, the biggest problem that I saw was number one, he wasn't being proactive with his health. The second biggest problem was the pressure and damage to his spine. But the third biggest problem, these are all like 1A, 1B, 1C, was his nutrition you know, he was not putting good food in his body. His The food that he was eating was not actually designed by God to fulfill his nutritional requirements, and it was actively building disease in his body. And you have to look at everything as either health building or disease building when it comes to nutrition. There's no gray area. Some foods contain some good things for you and some bad things for you, but it ends up as a net negative if it has bad things in it. You want foods that only add good health. And so I always say start by going to a creation diet. How did God create the world? How did he design man to live in this world? And what were the foods that he placed around him to sustain him in this world? Because remember, in the Garden of Eden, he designed us to live forever with him in a right relationship. And so you can break down every component of health as it pertains to How is that right relationship being fulfilled, that mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health? Are we communing with God on a daily basis? Are we eating the foods that he wanted us to eat? Are we working the way he designed us to work? Remember, God did not create us in comfort. He gave us a perfect home to work and take take care of that Garden of Eden, that paradise. It needed care. Remember, the first job that God gave Adam was a job that scientists have continued to work on for years, and that's just naming the animals. I'm sure as he was going into it, he was also naming the plants. And one of the first things he did was when he got his wife, when he got Eve, was he named her. And so that that was absolutely something that God put him to work at. What else did he do? Well, he was probably learning some basic cultivation. And we don't know how long Adam was in the garden for. The story, really the song in Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 and Genesis 3, it's it's done in prose and so we don't know the actual time there you now some theologians estimate that the the way that time worked at creation was almost a parabolic curve inverted and so where one day for us is 24 hours, one day for them may have taken thousands and thousands of years, even though the sun came up or rather the earth rotated around the sun. It was all just getting started and because of the way that we're going away from that point that there may actually be more minutes or seconds or the way that we foresee time having taken place has gone longer. I don't know, that's not my job to interpret. There are scientists and theologians that understand a lot more than I do, but even so, we understand so little about even just the human body and the world that we live in, even though God continues to reveal his truth to us. Even though science explains some of it, we we still understand less than 10% of what goes on inside your body. And so when you want to answer those questions, how should I eat to prevent heart disease? Start with creation. Start with where we were. He, he gave us fruits and vegetables, specifically vegetables, in that garden to sustain us. When you eat that way, in cultures that eat that way, we do not see heart disease at all. It doesn't exist. Heart disease is not a genetic disease it's a nutrition it's a lifestyle disease and so we have to start working the nutrition side of this if we're going to get healthy you can't just take a pill and expect your heart disease to go away you can't just exercise more and expect your heart disease to go away it's a lifestyle it's everything it's your mindset it's your fitness it's your nutrition it's the toxins you surround yourself with and it's taking care of that central nervous system that's designed to animate and control everything. And so my dad, he worked this thing. He went backwards and he started going back. He actually planted his own garden. He and my mom, they take care of a large garden that they get vegetables from almost year round. They get the, the, the f- garden that grows up early and they get in the garden that goes down late and then they eat off of that the entire year and they supplement it with things that we were given after the flood. Things like animal products, but not just animal products, animals that were raised the right way, that were were raised the creation way. And so we have to go back to that too. And so when I'm talking about nutrition generally, I always start with three things. We covered these last week. Number one, we have to curb our carbs. Right? Number one, curb your carbs. We get over two thirds pounds of sugar a day as Americans, and that's mostly coming from processed foods. So cut the processed foods, cut the sodas, cut the crap, and you'll start to curb the carbs. You'll absolutely see a dramatic input into your health if you just cut those carbs out. Make a sideways move, go from uh, simple carbohydrates into complex carbohydrates, and you'll do great. Number two, we need to fix our fats. Fats, when they're natural, are in you know, one of the healthiest foods that we need. We actually see that the the blood vessels in our body start to regenerate in the presence of healthy fats. The problem is we're not eating healthy fats. Healthy fats are those that are naturally occurring. Things like olives and coconuts and avocados are a great healthy natural fat. Even eggs and the fat that we find in naturally raised meat products, butters, fantastic for heart health. There are cultures that live off of dairy and off of beef products that don't see anywhere near the rate of heart disease as we do here in the United States. Things like the Maasai culture in Africa don't see cancer or heart disease, and they live off of completely the animals that they raise. It's really, really incredible what they're able to accomplish that way. So fix your fats, get to those natural animal products, get to those natural vegetables and fruits, and you'll see a huge transformation. Number three, we have to look at the proteins, the proteins that we're consuming. What is that protein source? Is it a artificially commercially raised protein source or is a naturally raised protein source? Are those fish wild caught or are they farm raised? Is that cow that you're eating? Is it grazing on grass or is it in a feedlot being fed corn and wheat and grain and synthetically modified products that contain vitamins and nutrients so that it can be raised as quickly as possible just to get to slaughter? If you're getting the right source of animal products, you'll find that's incredibly healthy for you. But if it's raised commercially, essentially, it's very inflammatory for you. And we see that just in your omega-6 and omega-3 fatty acid profile. You're supposed to have a 2 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio in your bloodstream. But what we're finding is that the average American has a 17 to 1 omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid ratio, that profile, and that creates inflammation. Inflammation is the root cause of all cardiovascular diseases. If you want to get rid of that, get rid of inflammation, one of the best things that you can do supplement-wise to reverse heart disease is get on a high-quality omega-3 until you get your diet into a place where it's supported with regular omega-3s in that right ratio, two to one, and then get yourself on a two to one ratio, omega-6 to omega-3 fatty acid supplement. And that'll help to support that heart health. And then number four, right, a bonus one here. This actually bleeds into essential number five. That's avoid trash the toxins avoiding those toxins those pesticides is one of the biggest things that we can do to avoid heart disease if you remove everything else and you just test people for their pesticide toxicity we find that people that have the highest amount of pesticide toxicity in their bodies that they actually have a 300 times greater risk of heart attacks strokes all cardiovascular diseases because of those pesticides, because of the load that that puts on your cardiovascular system. And so we need to start transforming that. Now, I do like to add a fifth one in when I'm I'm going into this a little bit deeper, and that's actually food sensitivities and allergies. So we do a a pretty decent job here in the United States of identifying food allergies because we know that if you have like a peanut allergy that's in some people, this will actually be lethal. But what we don't do a great job of is identifying sensitivities, and there's a really good reason for that, and it's because they're hard to track down. It's hard to place what those food sensitivities are. We know what the most common sensitivities are. Over 90% of the world is sensitive to the lactose in milk. Now, most of that is outside of the United States because we have a huge influx from Northern Europe. Cultures that were raised on dairy farms, essentially, are using cows to supplement their nutrition, they adapted genetically and can process lactose, can process dairy products. But cultures that were not raised that way for hundreds if not thousands of years, they do not do well with that. Asians, Africans, uh, just these entire continents of people that were never exposed to dairies, dairy farms, do not do well with milk. The next on that list would be gluten. And I'd, I'd say wheat bread in general, especially the way that we raise it today, the gluten in our bread is way different than the gluten used to be. The gluten content is way higher than it used to be. And it's the specific type of wheat, the specific type of grain that we're raising for our breads to make it cheaper, to make it more commercially viable. If you look at some of the ancient, ancient grains like einkorn wheat, much smaller, much shorter, much hardier, does not have the same gluten profile. And I think many of us have developed an intolerance to gluten, and it ends up working against the gut lining, breaking down the gut lining and creating inflammation in the body. And so you can start there. That's just a very basic list of things to start with. So I gave you five. I promised you three, and I gave you five. Start, number one, with your carbohydrates. Start cutting those back. We'll see a huge shift in your inflammation levels by cutting carbs out of your diet. Sugar by itself is just going to tear you to bits and create that inflammation that leads to high cholesterol, that leads to placking as the inflammation stays in there and ultimately ends up clogging that artery and creating a, you know, a ripe condition for a heart attack. Number two, we need to fix those fats. Get those omega-3s in your diet. Supplement with those until you're ready to transform your diet to get more of that right ratio of omega-6 to 3 fatty acids down to about 2 to 1. And then switch that to an optimal uh, ratio, omega-6 to 3 fatty acid supplement as well. Mm -hmm. That alone just... Changing your fats will do a huge transformation as far as the inflammation in your diet. Number three, we're going to change our proteins. We're going to change those animal products. And this is actually going to do two things. One, it's going to be the biggest thing to reduce your pesticide load. It's going to change the omega-3 to 6 ratio in your favor. I said two things. And then it's also going to give you a better, better chance at replacing damaged tissue in your body. Right, So that third thing, those amino acids, those essential amino acids that you find in meat because it's what builds up protein, are going to be more plentiful in your diet. You'll get things like B vitamins. When you get healthy meats, it makes you a healthy person. When you get healthy foods, it makes you a healthy person. Then step four, avoiding those pesticides. So eating organic. If all you do is switch your diet to organic, you're going to dramatically shift your risk of cardiovascular disease way down. So again, number one, curb your carbs, two, fix your fats, three, perfect your proteins and four, trash those toxins. And then when you're ready for step five, you'll probably need assistance in this step and that's avoiding those allergens and sensitivities. We have to look out for those things. Obviously, you probably know if you're allergic to tree nuts, you probably know if you're allergic to eggs, but you probably are unaware of because there's not a good test out there is those sensitivities. You know, we we see patients that change their sensitivities on an almost annual basis just based off of those things that they put in their bodies too much. And that can be a good thing. I've had friends that develop sensitivities to things like bananas because they did a banana in a smoothie every day for breakfast. It's not a bad thing to eat a banana, but you can get too much of a good thing. And if given the right situation, if you have Say leaky gut or a semi-permeable membrane starts becoming more than semi-permeable in your digestive system, it leads to an immune response to good foods for you. And so we just need to identify those things. The first two of those being lactose in milk and dairy products, and number two being gluten. So we we look at those. Sometimes it goes further. I'd say number three, the big one that I see is actually corn. So many people have developed a sensitivity to corn, and that's more so to do with how much corn we get and the amount of pesticides that we spray on corn. So look at those things. Make sure that you're identifying those things and changing those things. Some people can't start with everything all at once, so start at the top of the list. Just start with those carbohydrates. Then work your way down to those fats. Get some healthy fats in your diet. Then start changing those animal products and you know, getting that heart-healthy fat protein right. Omega three to six ratio in there, start avoiding those allergens, start trashing those toxins. And you'll see a dramatic shift. This is how my dad went from five foot 10, 350 pounds with congestive heart failure now down to just 250 pounds and, you know, able to get himself to a place where he was squished under a tractor essentially, and didn't have a heart attack, walked away from this thing. And even though he's, he had some muscle damage that he's still working through with physical therapy and chiropractic care, it's just a huge transformation in his life and health. And that's the same transformation I want for you. And so if you need help on this journey, then I encourage you, go to our website, goodlifefamilychiropractic.com. Request an appointment. We'll set you up in the office. Come on in. If you're not in the Lincoln Omaha area, greater metro area here in Nebraska, then go to maxliving.com. Find a Max Living chiropractor and they will plug you in. They'll get you plugged in. They'll take care of you. They'll walk you through these same principles that I'm talking about here today and we'll start to get you healthy because that's what your body's designed for. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, the Bible says. It's incredible how god designed us it's it's the miracle of creation it's the miracle of life when god formed you when you came together inside your mom as a sperm and an egg and formed a single cell and that cell duplicated and replicated itself 36 trillion times forming this living loving thinking clay there was an intelligence an innate intelligence that god placed inside of you it grew a brain off of that brain it grew a tail called a brain stem a notochord literally Off of that notochord grew these branches called nerves, and off of those nerves grew every organ, cell, and tissue in your body. And that same intelligence that formed you, it continues to run you. It animates and controls you. It keeps your heart beating. It regulates your blood pressure. It looks at your toxic load, and it shoves out the bad stuff by filtering it through the kidneys and the liver, putting it out through your digestive system and through your sweat glands your body is designed to handle these things but when you interfere with that healing process whether that's through stress being disconnected emotionally mentally or spiritually whether it's th- whether it's through the physical by a physical misalignment of the spine placing pressure or a disconnect between the brain and those organs at the other end because of the way that the vertebrae are formed. Or whether it's chemical, whether it's a toxic overload or the nutrition that you're eating or not getting, it'll interfere in that healing process. And as that happens, your health will start to deteriorate. We'll go from that 100% function that equals health down to that 0% function that equals death. And my job is to keep you as healthy as possible, to push you to be You're 100%. Will I ever get you there? No, because I'm not God. We're not going to get there until the other side of eternity. But our job right now in this life is to give God the best tool to work with right? The parable of the stewards. You have the one that God gave 10 talents to. And yes, you can say, well, God blessed him with 10 talents, but it wasn't about the blessing of the 10 talents. It was about what he did with those 10 talents because he went out and he invested wisely. He got a return, a hundred percent return on his investment, came back with 20 talents and God said, that's yours. That's your reward is those 20 talents. Now continue to go and do the same. The person that had five talents, same thing. God gave gave him half of what the other guy got, but he was wise with it and he invested it. The one that was only given one, he was not wise with it. He buried it. He hid it because of his fear. And what did God do? He did not bless him from his decision. He did not bless him from acting out of his fear. Don't act out of your fear today. Go and do as the the steward with the 10 and the 5 did. And God's blessings will pour through you. Hippocrates says, "There's no." a wise man ought to realize that his health is his most valuable possession. If you're not investing in your health today, it's time to start. You can be the hero of your own story. You can transform it. God's given us laws and principles. The five essentials of health to get us there when we get to heaven on the other side it's not going to be you know just this great big celebration all the time where we stand there and, and sing worship songs led by the best of you know Hillsong or Bethel or or whoever it, no it's going to be more than that it's going to be so much greater and we're going to we're going to have this revealed to us just how much more there is towards that 100% function and 100% life in the meaningfulness that God has not just for us in this world but echoing into eternity As we take this step into what real life is. And so I encourage you today to start having that life to the full. As Jesus said in John 10.10. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life to the full. That fullness doesn't start when we die. The fullness starts today. When you step into that life to the full. And good luck doing that without your health. I'm here to help support that. That's my mission. Let's transform our health. Let's transform the church by being an example to those around us who are suffering because of their lifestyle and start transforming that so that we can reach out to the church that's truly suffering, truly being martyred, truly being persecuted and be there for them to become part of that as God moves powerfully in this world. I'm Dr. Jake. Join me again next time for another episode of Ask Dr. Jake.